Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married. (laughs) I knew it. See, but I follow the rules. Only because you gave me a hard time last time. I follow the rules. That's what we're supposed to say. Well, today we're going to be reading a Judith McNaughty. It is Judith McNaught. Yes. A Kingdom of Dreams, which, you know, McNaughty lives up to her name, I would say. This is one of the authors you've made fun of, probably the longest, even. Well, I'm like just trying because to even you're remember. The one who, you're the one who said McNaughty. No, no I, I never said McNaughty. I you, made that up? Yes. No. Did I, I mean, really? It can't be that you're the only person who's ever done it, but... You, I definitely never said that, and I, I don't even know when that came up. That feels like that was sworn like, you told me that. That doesn't not seem like. Oh, it seems like something. I would it do, does, I right? I don't remember doing. <laughs> but that. it was so long ago. Like she's part of like the first romance novelist I ever read. You know, yes. like she's with Nora and a couple others. So she's um been around forever. Um, yeah. So she is. Um, she pu- published this in 1989. Which so is so is long ago. A while ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Different mores at the time. I would say this is um, decidedly pre-Me Too. <laughs> well, it's also a medieval romance. <laughs> well. Still. But yes, I mean, it's you can tell that it is not of our current time. Yeah. Because you would not have. Mm-hmm. this story right um but you still have a strong female character uh-huh. perhaps not as likable as some other female characters we've read but I mean, and you have fine. a hero you don't, you don't get to know either of them very deeply oh well, you know a little bit about what motivates them and I mean, what Why? motivates them are like being great people in the most popular sense of great. Like, he wants to rule a kingdom that's peaceful, and she wants to have a kingdom that's I peaceful. don't think so. I think he wants peace Yeah, in his life. He doesn't... I mean, it was... I didn't remember, so I haven't read this book in, I don't know how long, 20 years? He is a duke. That happens halfway through the... Yes. Before that, he was a lord. Was he a lord before he was a duke? What was he before that? He was something. A knight? Earl, knight. I don't know, but he, was, he wasn't, but he was knighted, right? And like, because he was friends with the king. Yeah. King fought, Henry. Fought beside King Henry the, the seventh, not the eighth. Right. This is, again, old. Yeah. So 1497. <laughs> yeah. Is, this is definitely the furthest back we've gone in any mm-hmm. of our romances. I mean... Yeah, and they I, just mix all sorts of modern notions with, like, ancient ones. I mean, it's not... Well, we can say more. I mean, we probably should talk about what you made us oh. to drink today first. Cheers. Hmm. This is good. This is the liquor I like. What is it? It's scotch. <laughs> <laughs> So you like scotch? No, I think you <laughs> like ginger beer is what you like. Oh, maybe. It's a mule, basically. It's a Mamie Taylor. So so why did this book inspire something called a Mamie Taylor? Oh, because it's scotch. Scotch. I just Scottish. Figured, I mean, there were no cocktails in 1497. So. Yeah, so I'm going to have to like go on a detox. I've had a cocktail every night or for like mm-hmm. four nights now. Yeah. I never do that. Did you enjoy your trip? 
I did. Um, Denver is a very cool city. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. You know, it's been a long time since I've gone. Did you your romance novel And hung out. No, with like really social people who want to like go out every night. You know, that's not my thing usually. So you wouldn't have been able to read your romance novel? No, I read most of it on the plane to Denver. Good thing I had it because there was quite a bit of turbulence on the second half of the trip. Hmm. And I I mean, the landing, I've never had as crazy of a landing. We were like shaking back and forth. And the pilot's like, oh, Denver's always bumpy. No worries. Is that true? I don't know. But you've flown to Denver. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. You don't remember like being jostled around? I have no memories. I um, mean, I, I remember that happening, but I don't know where it was. And um, so it was cool. I like Colorado. I could live there one day. Um, yep. Colorado's right a great place. Um, so, uh, she's, she's a good writer. She, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, so you have to kind of tell me what you think. Well, she's not, like, too florid, which is okay. Mm-hmm. She's, a, she's a spare user of words. Um, although this is a long novel. I was going to say, this is one of the longer books. This might be the longest we've read. Yeah. Well, not more than Mortman. Not longer than Mortman. No. No, not longer than Mortman. Are you kidding? I think this was 900 pages. What? Did I read 900? Well, it doesn't feel like 900 pages. No. They're only 25. They're only 25. I would say that it is also, although it may be more pages than Jane Eyre, Jane Eyre is much longer in the sense of how you have to read it to understand what is happening. Mm-hmm. But right, I thought that too. She is a good writer. Like she has a good story. Like she's good at writing her story. She yeah. Um whether you like her but story was, or I not. I don't have one highlight that was like, well, that's a great turn of phrase. No, no, it's more about plot, right? Yes. Like, very plot driven. Yeah. I agree. Which is okay. That's what she's trying to do. That's what she does. Um That's probably the best thing I can say about it. <laughs> I think there, I mean, as a man reading this, there's not much that I can. I've noticed you always say that about the historicals. No, I mean, that's not true. Um, Mor- no, you Mortman did, like, was historical. Yeah, but that was 1950s. That's not historic in the same way. Well, there hasn't been a good one yet. Oh, you did like always be my duchess a little bit. The one about the music. Yeah. And the dancer. See, and that, that was that historical. That I could get something out of. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I guess it hasn't been, but you definitely are not so far a fan of Scottish romances. Well, I I don't know that I'm not a fan. Well, of we've read Outlander, and now we're reading this one. I think those happen to be two poor novels. That I, I mean, poor—that's a very strong word. Okay, so maybe they're not poor. What I should say is two novels that one of which is I would recommend that people throw it in the trash it's interesting because when i was talking to a friend she was like that's that one she actually likes outlander Uh uh-huh and told me i should watch the series and then i would like it more what's wrong and that you should watch the series and you would like it more i was like i'll never get him to watch the series no i am stunned i'll never (laughs) so you don't really like warriors in your romance novels you are not like that does not interest you the warrior figure if they could do it well but I mean, what would be well? This is a warrior who has fought and doesn't want to be a warrior anymore. 
Why don't you read a Cormac McCarthy novel with me, and then we? Can I know. I was telling um, someone fight, else they're fighting their way out of the Mexican. That prison. you tried to argue that all the pretty horses was a romance, and she was like, "I love that book," and I was like, "Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it's a romance." And she's like, "Okay, I'll give you that." <laughs> they were trying to name books for us to read, and it was like we got to really think about what qualifies as romance. Mm, yeah. So that's that's I think that's the the issue that I'm dealing with is. There's not much that a man can take from something like this. I mean. Say more. What do you mean there's not much you can take? Well, um, you know, the black wolf, it, who's the main character, main character, the male hero. Yeah. Is, um, what's his name? Rice? Mm-hmm. Rice. Westmoreland. Because Westmoreland. if you had read Judith, like she has two other Westmoreland. Yes. This is part of the Westmoreland dynasty saga. Yes. So um Well, I mean he's like fought battles his whole life. Yeah. That's what he is. He's like a huge warrior. And it's not really they're not giving that much time or energy or explanation to what a life of that is really like. No, but you get that really what he wants is a quiet, yes, it, it a quiet life with good food, food doesn't that tastes tr- good. Doesn't ring true Doesn't ring true. Oh, you all. didn't think so? You didn't think them practicing their, for battle and their like jousting and stuff didn't ring true to you? No. Why not? The guy had been through a ton of battles. At a certain point, you're not sitting there practicing for your jousting matches anymore. Well, not for jousting. You know, he never jousted. The king made him. He right. refused because that's a game, and he right. was like, it's not a game. War is not a game. Right. But you have to practice for war, and that's what they were actually practicing for. Yeah, I just it just didn't ring true, any of that. I mean, they she didn't spend much time on it. Whether or not it was true or not is sort of irrelevant to the author who didn't spend that much time. Oh, I thought you might have been interested in, like, the Scottish his culture that was kind of embedded in the, the like the black of, wolf was not scottish he was english but the but the scottish what the scott i guess it was scots versus english again and like trying to understand that history that we neither of us know anything about um, well i knew a little bit now that i know that you can get you can run up to scotland to get married they'll marry you quickly i know you have like learned a lot through this really mm-hmm. um well, I, I, I mean, maybe I'm not seeing it with wide eyes enough. What do you think I could have taken from this as a man? Well, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, trying to make, I mean, I tried to read it with an open mind, but. So you read the whole thing? Yeah. And you don't feel like you could was, take one thing from it? It's a long novel to not take anything from. Well, exactly. But I just, you know, I think that there is a certain type of genre that women read because they like the idea that they're forced into a situation where they have to be with someone like the Black Wolf. And that makes, and that's sort of like an emotional But the Black Wolf was a good person. I mean, he was a battle-hardened warrior, but he but was point is, he was good. He never, wasn't the kind of person. You would never choose the Black Wolf. 
But the Black Wolf was his reputation. He wasn't the Black Wolf. He was a guy who wanted to be at right. peace and like protect people and eat good food. And but being forced into that situation is like it forces you to let down your guard and make the best of the yeah. situation. And I think there's, I think we've seen a few examples of women who are forced into these situations. And then they just have okay, to Okay, so submit. you know what I think I'm going to try to find? Not for our next novel, but for our next historical is a novel where the woman is not forced into a situation. She chooses a situation to see if that shifts. Even if the characters may be similar to the people we've read, mm-hmm. but that the woman is not forced. Because actually, books today have much less of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, like there is the point at which she's, like, being cold to him after they get married and sort of. Right. I mean, she was not very nice and not very, I mean, she was only 17, so. But then there's, like, yeah, it's just a lot of. But, I mean, I was saying that. I was like, she's only 17. And everyone was, like, at dinner last night. I was like, ooh. And I was like. And then Juana's like, but I mean, how long did they live? And I was like, I know. I mean, she was considered a spinster for not getting married at 14 15, or 15. So, you know, it is a different time. You're having whole conversations with your entire work group. About- it was only half the work group. Yeah. It was because Jane Eyre came up. Uh-huh. Why did Jane Eyre come up? Um, <laughs> I think I was just talking about we just read it and um, that you thought it was really good mm-hmm. and that that had surprised me. And so then, I mean, Juana knew way back about the podcast, but I guess she remembered it last night. Mm -hmm. And so then she was like, why don't you tell so-and-so about the podcast? And then it just really jumped off, jump-started a conversation about romance novels. Who's so-and-so? One of my colleagues. But it was all, it was just women last night. Uh Three people had gone. So we were just, you know, enjoying some, as Juana would like to say, a nosh um, and -hmm. some wine. Yeah, at this restaurant that like plays vinyls, mm-hmm. and you just you know enjoy. That was where I sent you the ninety dollar teaspoon of wine, yeah. and it was amazing because I said, "Should I get it?" And I sent it to you and my sister, and you don't even you don't even engage. You just say no. My sister <laughs> says, "Easy, yes." <laughs> yeah, it's cute. They also had a dropper for thirty dollars, mm-hmm. a one milliliter dropper for thirty dollars of some kind of dessert wine. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was funny. So he's like enormous and has this reputation, and he's scarred all over his body. But well, he's not the first. But we've... you know, well, that's I mean, that's the type, right? It is, and. And he's got this beard, and she before she like is kidnapped by him, but like kind of thinks he's attractive and tries not to think he's attractive mm-hmm. at the same immediately time. because it's always that way in a romance. Like it's like immediate attraction, mm-hmm. even when you don't want it. But she technically wasn't kidnapped by him. You do realize he did not do the kidnapping. His brother, his brother did it. Right. So I mean, in a way, he did not do it. <laughs> <laughs> He keeps her. I know, and then he smacks her. And then he bangs her. Oh, and then he spanks her first. (laughs) Spanks her repeatedly. Do you know that... In front of somebody. Of the three Westmoreland Dynasty saga novels, two of the three have spankings in them. (laughs) 
Because, like, maybe did men think back then that they could spank women? Because that, that was in Outlander, too. When that happened, did you think, oh, I can't wait to discuss this with my husband on a No, I podcast. thought, how did I not remember? I remembered in With Me, My Love, the other one, that I remember the spanking. I didn't remember, but I haven't read this one as much. Make naughties into spanking. That's all you can see. This is this is just what happens in nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety five. That this is this is the kind of stuff that was in these novels. Nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety five. There's just a lot of spanking. Well, I'm pretty sure Whitney My Love came out in nineteen ninety five. Although I thought this was after Whitney My Love. So I mean, it's it predates it in time mm-hmm. in the saga. But I thought Whitney My Love was the first that actually was published. Yeah. Um. And so I think it, I mean, it must, I think probably if we researched it, it happened. Spanking? Like men thought they could discipline their wives. Well, I don't think spanking them was a way to discipline I, them. I mean, but why is it in two of her novels? And it's I think in, she's into spanking. And it's in Outlander. I think it's in, I think she's, it was in. Outlander. Remember he like, when she tried to escape and he. <laughs> yeah. Like spanked her, and then everyone knew that she he did, and yeah. I do kind of remember that. And so that was also in Scotland. Disgusting Outlander. I don't even want to. Let's not. Br- let's have a no Outlander rule. Let's not bring it up anymore. I don't even like thinking about. it. <laughs> um, okay, I'll try not to, but it just keeps coming up. But I mean, it's disgusting. Um. Yeah, so they so he spanks her, and then there are some twists and turns. She keeps on getting kidnapped over and over by random people back and forth. They like steal her away. Well, not kidnap because it's like her parent, her father takes her back. And, yeah, um, and then she gets taken away from her father. Yeah, by him, flighted away so yeah. that they could actually get married. And then I don't want to ruin the twist, but. Her father actually had some plans for her that she was unaware of, or she was only partially aware of. She wasn't really aware. Yeah, maybe like a little bit, but no. I mean, her clearly, I mean, she had a bad dad. Her dad was bad, and he wasn't nice, and he didn't care about her, and she just wanted to be loved. Yeah. So, I mean, what about, did you find the friar entertaining, at least? When they, like, go to get married and there's, like, the young friar there and he has to marry them. I thought that was fun. Yeah. And uh, Aunt Eleanor. Right. The, like, the eccentric like old aunt who, the has, witch. <laughs> who has all the potions. Yeah. Like, kind of a witch. Oh, that also figured into the book that should not be named. Potions. Mm-hmm. Herbs for all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, I mean... He did atone for his sins. You know, he was just going to let himself be killed. Uh, that didn't. There was no no emotional payoff for me. Like no? this is emotional pornography without an emotional payoff. So it's really. But when she runs to him and kneels in front of him to show her favor she, after she spurned, does he kill her? Brother Alexander, or no? No, Alexander was dead before the novel even started. Or what? Then not Alexander. Um, Malcolm. Does she kill Malcolm? the younger one? Does no, I mean because you don't. He just to, beats him. He just beats him in the because at first he wasn't beating them because he was just letting them right. beat him. 
Well, not really. He was just hitting with the broadside of his sword instead of trying. So to that, and them. then they were attacking him, and yeah. so he and he just beats him. He doesn't kill him because you don't have to kill in a okay. fake battle. They don't show that part. They just say no. They just fight say him. They're and gonna then that's do it. it. And then she forsakes her country. She's just like, now my banner's on his, on him, and so now I'm done with Scotland, I guess, which was weird. Well, she just, she didn't, she was rejected by her family. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, maybe that is what happened in that time. Like, you didn't couldn't be both. Yeah. You wouldn't yes. have to reject your country yeah. to... Love someone now. She's just mad because I don't want to ruin it. Because he does something bad accidentally. But we ruin all the books. I mean, Jane Eyre, we totally ruined. Oh. Well, anyway, he does something bad, and we don't ruin Jane Eyre because there's so much good stuff. Yeah, but we like told the plot. We unveiled the twist. Plenty of good stuff. You just can't ruin it. And then he does something unwittingly bad, and then she's mad at him, but there's no, like, why does she decide to forgive him? Just because he's willing to sacrifice himself? She already wanted to forgive him, and he did apologize. So maybe you could take away that you apologize when you're wrong. This is is not anything that would be new to me. Okay, so this one you just really couldn't... I mean, what is there? What is there to get... You apologize? Really? No, that's important. Really, that's you what forgive, you forgive, that's important. Is that romantic? Apologize and forgive? Is that romantic to you? Well... That's not romantic. It's important to that's romance. It's important to a relationship. It's important to a relationship. It's not important to romance. Romance is not... Hopefully you're not having to Oh, what about when all the people were like throwing things at her and jeering at her and he stood up. Oh, you're a slut. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Over and over. And then he stood up for her. And then how she acted for him because they were all afraid of him. You know, they would like cross themselves when they left the room and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And she like found ways to make them see that they shouldn't be afraid of him. That was nice. That's just sentimental hooey. Who cares if they cross him? Nothing themselves? wrong. He's not going to actually do anything to them with their living, quaking in fear. No, they're not. Well, she reassures them on his behalf before Who she cares? even admits to herself that she really loves him. Who cares? You know what? I don't like this cynical tone you have. There's just a, it, this was a book for women who wanted to imagine what it'd be like to be held captive by like a large, handsome warrior man who's actually in medieval soft England, inside, who's gentle inside, who actually doesn't want to have this reputation, but it's just been foisted on him because he's such an amazing warrior. But really, what he wants to live is in peace and have. Beautiful meals cooked by French and Spanish chefs and yeah, um, and live in peace and harmony in his castle, which he's been building for years. Eight years. I know. That was just quite waiting the... For, just waiting for the chance. Which, by the way, he like took by besieging it for years before that. 
It was Which a brutal we gloss, time. Gloss over it. It was a brutal time. It was the Middle Ages. Yeah. This is a medieval novel. So, I mean, it's just a different time. It's a different expectation. So, do we have no more thoughts about this one? Is this going to be our shortest episode ever? I mean, I just don't know if there's a whole lot to, like... I mean, finished. He picked her up. He picked up his human bundle and tossed it ignominiously over his horse. Her derriere pointing skyward. Like, that's what... This is what we are reading. <laughs> Then he swung up into the saddle behind her. And she's just, like, helpless. And then as soon as he starts, like, making, putting the moves on her, she immediately responds to him. Immediately. The first time, yeah. they almost do it. Yeah, it's true. I mean... But she wasn't innocent, and he was not. And he was using his moves, you know, to overwhelm her. What's what am I supposed to take from that? <laughs> I don't know. You're if right. I got moves and I have an innocence, I can just well it, that it might turn into love. I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't Is know. You're you right. When I when, I don't know that this book should be analyzed. I think this book might be one that just needs to be read. His shoulders were massive and broad. His chest incredibly wide. His arms bulging with muscle. <laughs> I mean, he was a warrior. One look at him, and Jenny knew he was capable of every vile thing that he'd been accused of doing. Yet, in a chapter or two, she's basically banging him already. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -mm. Then there were her eyes, enormous, captivating eyes of a deep, rich blue that made him think of velvet. And then he talked about wet velvet. Remember yeah. That? I mean, that was kind of funny. That was funny. He didn't know that how to give a, a compliment. Scene, like, like, like Later on, he's like comparing her to like witches or like a broom. Yeah. I think, or <laughs> something like that is her like and eyelashes or something. Or Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was a little humor thrown in. She was smooth as alabaster. Uh, once again. Once again. I understand, Jenny said in a wavering voice. So restrained was his manner. So parental. Wait, what was that? I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> that it did not occur to her that he meant to do anything further to her. In fact, as she walked. What was not, this? This was after she tore up the blank. She tore up the... The clothes. Yeah. Pretended to be mending them and tore them so all So terrible. She's like so bad. Like she does so many You'll bad not things. sleep with a blanket until every one of these are repaired. Do you understand? He added. His voice is smooth and hard as polished steel. Until my men are warm, you'll be cold. I, I understand, Jenny said in a wavering voice. So restrained was his manner. So parental. There's some stuff going on. Judy McNaught's got some stuff going <laughs> Judith, on. Not She's Judy. She's got some daddy issues. Good old Judy. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to make her 17, him like, what is he, 35, 29. 29. So he's younger than but he's he looks. But he's battle-hardened. Yeah. He's lived a lot. And, uh, and I want to make him spank her. <laughs> 
I don't know. We need to look. I think that must have been a thing that happened. I, that <laughs> must have because I'm telling you, she has it in two. Outlander had it. I'm sure others have it. Odd that he hadn't noticed until just now how amply and endowed she was, or how tiny her waist, or how gently rounded her hips. <laughs> hmm. But he doesn't only do that. He also likes her spirit and her strength and her willingness, like her bravery. He likes those things about her. You know, we haven't heard any jagged breath recently. There was a shattered breath. Oh, was there? But no, but jagged. no ragged. Ragged, ragged is what we. Yeah. yeah. Well, we read Jane Eyre. That's why I'm sure when we get back into some others, we'll get yeah. it. There's a shattered breath. In the... Um. What did you think when you heard this line? This is the father, mm-hmm. her father, saying, Would you were right, my child, but you're wrong. There is about you the same quality your mother possessed, the quality that stirs lust in a man when he looks I, upon you. I know. Yeah. The well, wolf he's will the watch worst. you whether he likes you or no. Oh, he's the worst, yes. Would you like to have that conversation with your father? Oh. No, I mean, I told you, her dad is the worst, and that's why there's this. Although, you have to wonder about that, because why did they make him so bad? And then this Duke of Claymore, so great. But mm-hmm. Jenny stood alone on the parapet, looking out across the moors. Always the moors. moors. We'll have to go see the moors one day and see <laughs> if they inspire romance. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's setting the moors. Maybe the moors. And the castle. And the the rich clothing, textiles. Why is it when you yield, I feel like the one who's been conquered? He says. And then he says in 30 pages, why is it, Royce murmured, gazing into her intoxicating eyes. That every time you surrender willingly like this, you make me feel like a king who has conquered. Yet when I conquer you against your will, you make me feel like a defeated beggar. I mean, the whole thing, the power and balance, is crazy. And the only like sense that there is any equality between them is the guy saying, I feel conquered. That's not enough. I'm sorry. It but wasn't it, equal. Why at all. is it enough with Jane? What are you talking about? That he loved her, so the power imbalance didn't matter, you said. His life was destroyed. She came. But before that, she, it wasn't. Every time she came, and she was the one who declared her love for him. Oh, I know. Well. But this in this was, case, you had to switch it. In this he case, declared the guy, his the guy, love for the her. The guy is like out there doing everything because this is emotional pornography. It's medieval this times. What, this is what women want. This is medieval times. This is, this is in, what in happened words, in the medieval This time. is about the pleasure of the woman. Okay, right? don't throw that in my face. That's what this is about. Well, what do you learn about the pleasure of the woman then? They just want to be dominated. <laughs> Stop that. You now you're really taking that. I feel like this is like I don't know. There've been a few now. That's well, what you've I been keep saying. on seeing it. I think there is a part of a woman's psyche that's sort of into that. But 
you know, you can deny it as this long as you want. This is an old romance. You'll just have a less fulfilling sex life in the end. So. It's not, there's more to it. There's finding a home, finding the place you belong when you don't belong anywhere, when you've been rejected. She finds people that love her and I mean, they're already, like, early on in the night. I mean, if I had a lot of background and I really, like, felt for the people, I would, like, if I really had a deep, like, sort of affinity for them, I think it's okay to sleep together early in the novel but this one it was just like it was all physical it seemed like there wasn't much psychic, there, I agree. there wasn't much psychic or otherwise connection except that he did respect her strength and courage early on i mean just being impudent is not enough to like get yeah the, but to him as a battle-hardened warrior it was because no one stood up to him yeah, everyone was afraid of then him i guess it's just a simple tale for simple people rude <laughs> well, I mean, it's just not its not as complex as a lot of other... And you don't have to write Jane Eyre. Right. There, there are other novels that we've read where the, the people are more... The characters are more complex. But that's true. Mm -hmm. This one isn't. It's just not that. There, there is no other shade of the main protagonist's the protagonist and her love and her love interest. There, there isn't another side. Hmm. She's stubborn. She's a red-headed, stubborn Scottish woman. He's a battle-hardened warrior. There isn't another side. Yeah, but they both want something, and they find it in each other. And not just the physical. It's more than the physical. I don't know. I don't think she. I don't think he really appreciated her. From the beginning, it was all about lust. He convinces himself after they sleep together that's all he wanted. Well, but that's everybody. They that's what they say it is, and then they realize it's more. It's love. Mm. It's more than just lust. So true. Not just like every love story out there. <laughs> Okay, well, fine then. This was not a winner for you. Mm -hmm. Was it worse than the Spanish love deception? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it was worse. That was like I questioned whether or not it should have been published. I never questioned that. I this is a, she's a good writer. She like writes a very plot driven yeah like, to me this, like, is, this like, is a narrative to me like, this is like this is like a tom Cl not that i've ever read a tom Cl right so. how would you know but john grisham it's like a john grisham. no john grisham would be he is he plot driven well, he was but he's gotten really like tried to add a lot more depth well i know because i was the one who read i've read only his the painted house stuff. i know yeah. of course you have but um i don't know yeah, it's just, it's very plot driven and it's, and it's polished in that sense. I mean, there, you get, she, like the cardinal rule of, of writing as I understand it is like show, don't, don't, 
tell and she shows in so many ways. She's very clever in mm-hmm. that sense. Like you get characterization through their actions yeah. and through things. Right, she doesn't have those extra lines that a lot of modern or newer novels have where they just tell you what the character is. Yeah, or, or what they're thinking. Or what you're supposed to think. Like, or what they're thinking. Right. Like just have them do things. Right, and then exactly. You'll be like, like oh, I, I actually feel thinking. like in newer novels you see that so much. Um, and you're like, why, why didn't they push them? So that's true. Okay. Well, then at least it's not that. But I guess we won't read any more Judith McNaught then. Oh, I'm fine to read Judith McNaught. I want to go delve deep into this, like, uh, you know, woman's psyche of domination. I don't know. I didn't think. I thought he was very gentle at once he stopped beating her. <laughs> I mean, I once was he, once he stopped spanking. I her, was taken aback when their first meeting, he like smacked her in the face. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember this, and this is a lot. And, and also, she like says no at first, and he he like keeps doing it. She doesn't say no she because she no. agrees. Remember, it, but it's but worse. They don't sleep together, but like when they first start getting intimate, she's like no, and he just. But he it. just wants to. He just keeps doing it to her. But he, they don't like go so far. He doesn't like actually. Yeah, but when a woman says no, he, you're supposed to stop. He, yeah. I mean, but she really wanted it. <laughs> so deep down, no doesn't mean no, and not in this sense, right? It does mean no. Oh, it does mean no. Okay. But yeah, she depicts it like you know that the woman doesn't really like the <laughs> woman like in this novel she shows that the woman doesn't is she enjoying hasn't, it hasn't aged well i'll tell you that and then you um i mean you haven't i mean they live happily ever after he forces himself on her and then they live happily ever after well, they love each other <laughs> yeah she just has to i guess be pushed into forsaking what her do you country. call that like attraction to your kidnappers Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm oh, you know, she wrote another one that I read last week where literally the guy is like a movie star who's convicted of murdering his wife. He was innocent, of course. And he kidnapped her. Mm-hmm. And like two days in, she's in love with him. Truth, <laughs> <laughs> we not got some stuff going on. Well, it's just the time. Okay, well. What did you get from it? Did you enjoy it? Did you think... I mean, it edi- was edifying. It, it, to me, it's a not fine edifying. read. Was it satisfying? <laughs> Enough. Yeah. I mean, there. Of course, there are things that you look at it now in 2023, and you're like, "What in the world?" <laughs> but I didn't have quite as negative of a reaction as you, in the sense that, like. You're an old-fashioned girl. You like those old-fashioned This warrior is looking for a place to just be at peace, and you feel that from him. I thought you felt that from him. I really did feel that, like that he wanted to stop, and how do you get out of a life that Mm -hmm. you're, like, really good at? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I read romance novels. I think I read them because of that sense of, like, finding the place you belong the most. So as long as that is in, in it, and it's believable, which I guess maybe it wasn't for you. I'm okay with it. Okay. So. Good. All right. 
Well, this is the longest or the shortest we've ever done. It's only we're only forty minutes in, but I think we're we've pretty much plumbed the. Yeah, you really didn't have much to say about this one, so we will leave it at that. No need to push it. Our last week was the longest we've ever done. Yeah, that's true. And you know, I was listening to that. I was like, "There's so much we could talk about in that book." And we both have traveled these two weeks, so this has been it's been busy, but we have able to. But in some ways, reading is easier when you travel. I guess. But the actually doing the podcast. Yeah. No, it's the second time we've done it during the week. But, um, okay, so for next week, we're really going to try something new. I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, it's not new because we're going to read Enora. Mm. But we're going to read the third book in a trilogy. Oh, we're going back to Nora. Good old Nora. Valley of Silence is the third in her vampire trilogy. Oh, we're going to read a vampire. <laughs> Boy, you're... <laughs> Trying for some new things. Well, I didn't, I wasn't sure I would like the ghost stories. Um, but yeah, but this is like truly vampires and sorcerers. Do vampires and, stand for something? I mean, this is vampire, sorcerer, shapeshifter, oh my God. vampire hunter, and witch. And you've read and these? Scholar. Oh, I've read them like a bunch of times. I started on the plane today. You really like them that much? It it's, might be one of my favorite of her trilogies, okay. but it's really gonna. What does a? Let me ask you this before I read, because I actually don't know what a vampire represents. I know what historically it signifies. I mean, I thought because, people thought they were real. Well, it was Vlad the Impaler. It's right. This whole historical thing, but in literature, they mean something else. There's the and and Rice is famous, right? Yeah, of course, and. And then there was, you know, in the 90s, there was the Brad Pitt vampire movie. That, came that was based of. on Anne Rice, though. Right. Interview with a Vampire. Now there's a new version of Interview with a Vampire, yeah. What do they stand? Are they just supposed to be the Creatures of the night. Like Lotharios like, who, like, suck your blood, and they just have such a desire for you that women are sort of like, oh, I kind of want to be desired. Even though they're sucking the blood out of me, I kind of want to be desired that much. Is that what they represent? What do they represent? Well, it's going to be really interesting for you because the bad vampire is a woman in this case. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they are do tend to be, they're creatures of the night, right? So they're like sensual and (laughs) and they're immortal. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, they they don't have a heart. Oh, they don't. And they live forever. They like, can't literally, love. Well, no, literally, well, ideal, because they don't have a heart. Like, physically, their heart doesn't beat. Can they not love? Well, that's a question for Nora to um, answer. Um, okay. So, Valley of Silence. You may have to ask me to fill in some gaps, because I'm not having you read the two before it, because this is my favorite of the three. Okay. Valley of Silence oh, next week. That might have been a bad choice now that I'm thinking <laughs> coming on the heels of this one. <laughs> we'll see. Until right. next week.